Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Happy Global Work From Home, everybody. It is April 10th, 2023. Welcome to the latest episode of the Big Daily Blend, where we tie pop culture, historic happenings, holidays, and whatever else we want to talk to, talk about, talk to, mm-hmm. talk about, uh, with music. It's all about music, and it's Music Monday. Are you excited about Music Monday? I love Music Monday. It is Music Monday. Monday, so- Monday. Oh, boy. Oh we, boy. That's not on the playlist, not yet. Okay. But we do have a really fascinating playlist of songs today. So, um, as I say on every show, especially if you're new to our show, um, all the notes, the show notes, have links to the music playlist. You can listen on YouTube or Spotify. We have links to articles, puzzles, all that good stuff. And, of course, we're your hosts, Nancy and Lisa, the crazy mother-daughter travel team uh, who travel full-time on our Love Your Parks tour, documenting parks and public lands, and um, publishing our digital Big Blend magazines, and doing podcasts in our daily Big Blend radio show. But we do work from home as we travel. We do a lot of tourism. We go to a lot of bed and breakfast, right? Right. We love our bed and breakfast, Mm -hmm. independent hotels, hotels, destinations. But in between time, we pets it. Um, This is something we started during the pandemic as we are traveling, and it turned out to be one of the best things we have done. It is. And so many digital nomads or remote workers are doing this where they pets it. It's got nothing to do with money, just so you know. Um, It's where you are in someone's home taking care of their home like you would yours, you know, Mm -hmm. the garden, the pets, the animals. And um, it's all through uh, trustedhousesitters.com, so check that out. And um, everybody just pays a membership fee. You can upgrade to different insurances, which is cool. That's a good idea to do. Well, it's good to be insured. Yep, Nancy knows all about insurance. Yes, I do. She worked in insurance, but you also have really good internet usually. Anything can happen in the mm-hmm. world, but um, it is so cool. You're not sharing your internet with everybody in a hotel. Um, some hotels are really good, so I'm not knocking hotels at all. But um, being able to cuddle with a pet while you work, you know. And make your own food, even. And, and make your own food and mm-hmm. really Do live, your laundry. live like a local. So mm-hmm. um, I just think this is such a cool topic when it is global work from home. And Trusted House Sitters is global. So our article of the day is our Q&A with Angela Laws. We call her Auntie Angela, she's uh, from England and Scotland area, and um, she did a Q&A on being a successful pet sitter. She's been doing it for years all around the world, and um, so it is. In the, the link is in the show notes, or just go to blendradioandtv.com and type in Angela Laws, and you'll see her there. But it also ties in, oh, Koozie the cat just got up. Mm-hmm. I just woke her up. You How did. dare Koozie is the queen of Lubbock. Yes. She's a big furry mancoon. She's a lady. She's beautiful. And if you hear her talk, she may come and talk. She may. She started the wah-wah. She's the wah-wah cat. She's the wah-wah. It is time for food. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, today, um, talking about pet sitting and, you know, traveling the country, today happens to be uh, the very the anniversary of the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, the ASPCA. It was founded in New York City by Henry Berg in 1866. 
That's so awesome. at that time we already knew we needed to take care of animals and not be cruel to them. Pet, you know, spaying and neutering um, is really important. Um, where we are in Lubbock, I got to give a shout out to our friend Cheryl because she takes care of the neighborhood cats, makes mm. sure she traps oh, them, so spays cute. and neuters them, and um, does such an amazing job of taking care of the and and trying to get them all homes. Yep, she's awesome. No, and it's beautiful what she does. Yeah, she really, really does. So, um, you know, kudos to her. But um, so, obviously, we're talking about animals. So the very first song on our pet list, I mean, our pet list, our playlist is Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Obviously, this, you know, the title track to their album, Pet Sounds. So anyway, it is also National Farm Animals Day. It's about looking at humane care for farm animals. They feed us, you know, chickens. We've stayed yes. on how many farms on our pet sitting? Oh, my gosh. Tons of farms. We've had chickens, donkeys. Chickens, donkeys, wonky bunnies. donkeys, bunnies. Wonky donkeys? It, yes, wonky donkeys. Wonkies, we wonkies, the donkey. Turkeys. Yep, turkeys. turkeys. We've done turkeys. Mm -hmm. We've done um, guinea fowl. Yamas. No, we haven't done, not on the trusted house sitters, but we've taken no. care of, of llamas in, in other circumstances. Yes. But they are a farm animal. And goats. Alpacas. Alpacas. Sheep. Llamas. Sheep. Cows. Goats. Cows. Oh my God, I love cows. Mm. But chickens, um, that's something, you know, so many people have backyard chickens now. Oh, yeah. So they have their own fresh eggs. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, but it is about taking good care of them and recognizing what they do. Horses. Oh, you yeah. Know, they go into play. Mm -hmm. So um, another song on our playlist for today is called The Chicken from Mississippi, John I Hurt. That. I have to play some of thing of his. Um, it is also, see, keeping with the animal theme, National Hug Your Dog Day. And they say, hugging your dog releases a hormone in both pup and person called oxytocin. And uh, oh, wow. that is known as the cuddle hormone. When someone gives you a cuddle, you cuddle an animal, you feel good. And the animal feels good and loved. You're part of the pack when it's dogs. Yeah, especially dogs. Uh, they, do dogs. The, they do the pack lean-in. The collies. Yeah, the mm -hmm. dogs come up and they lean against your legs. They're doing mm -hmm. the pack lean-in. Yep, we've been and, swallowed yeah. by the dogs mm -hmm. that way. And it feels yeah. really good. good. And dogs, you know, man's best friend. Mm -hmm. We've got it. Now, Koozie, the cat, is giving us the look like, excuse me. You're talking I, about dogs. Don't you be talking me. about dogs in the house. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the song for that, for today's playlist, is My Dog and Me by John Hyatt and the Goners. Oh, I wonder how many animals we've taken care of on this tour so hundreds. far. I think it is a few hundred it's because hundreds. there's chickens, birds, and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, fish. But fish. Yeah, oh yeah, fish. fish. We've done fish too. Uh, so yeah, so here's the other thing when you're working oh, okay. in the iguanas, Ig iguanas and tortoises, yeah, guinea tortoises, pigs, guinea pigs. Yeah, oh yeah, bunnies, guinea pigs. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, a little bit of everything. Why not? Um, when you're working from home, you said we could cook, which is a cool thing. Mm -hmm. um, our recipe of the day is. This is cool. I have to do it. It is cinnamon streusel French toast. And this Yum. is from our friend Stephen Karen Wilson, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wild, who own the Lion and the Rose Bed and Breakfast in Asheville. We love to stay there when we talk about bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. We go there as often as we can. And they're on our show every first Tuesday. We do an Adventures in Asheville show with them. 
So that recipe is up on blendradioandtv.com or just go to the show notes. The recipe is there. But I chose that because today is National Cinnamon Crescent Day and we don't have a recipe for that. But I thought cinnamon was like the main thing. It's a, you know, those those little crescents that you get like with the little Pillsbury thing. Mm -hmm. And it's filled with sugar, cinnamon, and butter, then roll shape and baked to a golden brown yumminess. Mm. You can add icing. Oof, that's a little sweet. Mm. But I, I say if you work from home, you need to treat yourself. <laughs> and, and then you need to walk the dog. <laughs> Get to hug and walk the dog, the dog after you have your, your treats, right? Um, so I think that. But music-wise, I have this amazing uh, song that I have to play. It is called Cinnamon Tree, and it's by Marty O'Reilly and the Old Soul Orchestra. This is, you know, this is a really cool mix. We've got some chilled out songs, but we need a little bit of, you know, we got a little bit of funk and jazz. And, mm. Yeah, you need some yeah. jazz. So here it is. Uh, well, I can't play it now, but it's in the playlist, Cinnamon Tree. So it may be all about animals and food today, but it is going from animals. It's also Siblings Day, uh, National Siblings Day, also known as Sibling Day, um, whatever, um, sibling or siblings. It is uh, celebrated on April 10th every year, honoring brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. um, friends or worst enemies, as some what? say. Well, they say because you, you really poke each other to death, really, like you but mess with each other. Worst enemies are Yeah, as a joke. It's, arca- as a, it's either your best friend or your worst enemy, okay. depending. You know, come on, you prank each other. You, I mean, you're out of a family of six kids, Nancy. I mean, I mean, you guys messed with each other. Big time. What is the worst thing you guys did as a prank? I think it's going to be Ricky and the barbecue. Ricky, um... No, was it, who, was it Rex and the barbecue? No. <laughs> who got shoved down the barbecue? Ray. Ray got shoved down. Now, we shoved Ray down the barbecue. The barbecue, like... It's every, a cement barbecue. It's, it's hard to explain. It had like a, a chimney yeah. part of it. And so we were daring each other to go down the barbecue, and Ray was the one who said, I'm not doing that. We went, oh, yes, oh yeah? And so we we put him down the chimney of the barbecue, and then we couldn't get him out. Uh-oh. And we're like, uh-oh. Because if you pulled him down, then he would be where all the charcoal and everything yeah. was for where you cooked. If you pulled him up, he, he said it hurt. So we're like, oh, shoot. What do we do? And his T-shirt kept going up and down like... Scratching himself. Scratching himself. So then we we <laughs> stuffed a towel up and tried to put it around him. Yeah. And then pull him out. And oh my gosh. You, you got into trouble. Big time. That's funny. But see, that's what but I'm saying. But it was funny. Did he laugh later? Sort of. Oh. Well, sort I remember, of. Ricky, you told me, Ricky, your brother, Ricky, used to put iguanas in your bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk this, about pets and animals. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the six-foot iguana, and you go to bed. The, the iguana's name was Nietzsche, which came from 1000 BC or something, where the cavemen were running through the forest, and a Tyrannosaurus Rex was chasing him. They're going, Nietzsche, Nietzsche. So he named the iguana, <laughs> iguana Nietzsche. And then I would go to bed, and then you'd feel it like, uh, 
No. You got the Nietzsche's. Yeah, I got the Nietzsche in oh. my bed. Oh, man. Well, for, for all the brothers and sisters out there, uh, we're adding to the, we're, mm. like I was saying, we're slowly getting to that funky. We're just, we're still easing into it, but this is going to be a little bit more lively. We've got brothers and sisters from Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers, mm. and that's important. Ziggy Marley, um, it, hey, listen, it's Marley Monday. Not only is it Music that's Monday, cool. it's Marley Monday. I saw Ziggy play um, when we lived in South Africa when I was right. a teenager. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. In Port Elizabeth. Yeah. It was in Port Elizabeth, mm-hmm. South Africa. I got to see him perform, and I liked it. I know you did. I kind of liked him. I'm just I saying. Think I, I think he did. I think he had a big crush on Ziggy Mar- But I think he, he does coffee and all kinds of stuff now. He's a smart dude. He's, he's cool. all for um, organic farming and... That's anyway, awesome. do you want me to carry on and on? Like, no, she's shaking her head. No, don't start. <laughs> anyway, Ziggy Marley, brothers and sisters, uh, that is on the playlist for today. And speaking of international, right? You're Tom. You know, we're we're gonna go exotic later. And okay. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But um, I do want to say our uh, puzzle of the day is with a story about gl- a global garden walk in San Diego Botanical Garden. Oh, it's a beautiful place. That is a world in. You know, one garden. And it, it's awesome. And so we have a puzzle there that you can do in a podcast and all kinds of st- good stuff. And again, that link is in the show notes, as well as the recipe, the article with Angela from Trusted House Sitters. And also even our park of the day is in there, which is uh, Asbury Woods in Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's also cool. I loved Asbury Woods. I know. It's beautiful. Yeah. And they've got a boardwalk area. So mm-hmm. um, if you're in a wheelchair or if you're a mom or dad with a stroller, it's easy to take the kids. Yeah. And there's such fascinating history about the background of this woods was actually the people who started doing paper, the paper industry donated the trees. They knew they needed to give back after cutting the trees for paper. Yeah, they hammer realized. Mall. It was hammer mill, yeah. Yeah, they realized that you can't keep just taking. Yeah, you can't take. You can't take. So. I love it. I love it. So uh, moving on on holidays, uh, we've got this National Siblings Day. So books and writing. This is a big deal. Books and writing. The Great Gatsby came out on this day by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. Um, So that ties back to our recipe of the day being from Asheville. (laughs) Because uh, Zelda and uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald uh, went to Asheville all the time. In fact, Zelda died there. That's a whole other story. But um, she was in a fire in um, her mental house, the mental home. She went to get zapped, like, for her brain or whatever. electric shock. Electric shock therapy. And uh, anyway, the the home (laughs) caught on fire, and and she... Anyway, it's a sad story, but that's not what we want to focus on. The Great Gatsby um, was first published in New York City by Charles Scribner's Sons in 1925 on this day, April 10th. It's set in the Jazz Age on Long Island near New York City, and the story really shares a first-person narrator, uh, Nick Carraway's interactions with the mysterious millionaire Jay Gatsby and Gatsby's obsession Mm. to reunite with his former lover Daisy Buchanan. Now, there's it's said that the great Gatsby is actually uh, goes from F. Scott Fitzgerald's um, little love affairs with a socialite, and um, I think he was kind of a playboy. Uh, yeah, he was a little bit of a drinker. Mm-hmm. The history we've got to get somebody on a podcast to talk about him mm-hmm. uh, and and Zelda. 
Um, also on this day in history, Joseph Pulitzer, the journalist and publisher, was born on this day in 1847. Um, we all know about the Pulitzer Prize. He yeah. set the standard. He did. He did. He did. And um, it also happens to be, and the quote of the day is from him, but I want to say that today is also National Encourage a Young Writer Today. If you have one that's oh, cool. friend, family, um, it's one of those days where you, you know, if you've got a, a kid in your life that has an imagination, who likes to always journal, get him a journal, get him a diary, get him a, let him type away on the computer, um, let them go because, you know, it's not only about novels, there's screenplays, there's press releases to be written, stories, articles, um, we're all about the written word here as much as we do podcasting and videos and everything, but um, to encourage a young kid to write is also very therapeutic and sparks the imagination. So anyway, that takes me back to the quote by Joseph Pulitzer, which I think is probably the most, the best quote I've ever heard about writing. Mm. Put it before them briefly so they will read it, clearly so they will appreciate it, picturesquely so they will remember it, and above all, accurately so they will be guided by its light. Wow. It's true not just of writing for newspapers, but for all forms of writing. Wow. Don't mess with Joseph Pulitzer. No, that's awesome. Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah. I think, you yeah, know, yeah, when yeah. we look at what happens in the news now and all these, you know, uh, you Not know, truths. and these headlines that are just, you know, you just want, they're just, they want you to go click on the you link. You cannot just read a headline and think you know what's happening. No, you can't because half of it is link bait, you know, well, click bait or whatever they call well, it. But the headlines don't even really half the time tell you what the story's about. Yeah. So, I this, you know, Paolo Nutini, we played him on a show uh, previously, but we added his song, Writer, to the playlist, and cool. it is a fantastic, cool, fan-freaking-tastic cool. uh, song. So I hope you enjoy that in the playlist. Again, the links for the music playlist are in the show notes, no matter where you're listening, uh, whether it be Spotify or YouTube or Acast, uh, you name it, it is there. So from writers, we go to sports, most importantly, golf. But Joe Don Meredith, the football player and sportscaster, was born on this day in 1938. And happy birthday to everybody born today. Absolutely. Yeah, it's your birthday. Put another candle on your birthday cake. It's your birthday. All right. Uh, on this day in history uh, marks the anniversary of the very first PGA Championship, which was held in 1916. I still think golf is a really odd game because, I mean, let's get a stick, hit the ball, and make it go it's hole on the ground. It's Well, but it's, it's hard. Funny. It's hard. Oh, it is hard. As you can watch from my video, Lisa's First oh, Golf Lesson. And I recommend everybody watch it. The link is there because and Nancy made will, me. It will encourage you to play golf. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It's celebrated on every year. Golfer's Day. Golfer's Day is celebrated every year on April 10th to celebrate not just the game of golf, but also the people who play it and enjoy mm -hmm. it. Even Deepak Chopra wrote a whole book on golf. Of well, all there's, people. There's a lot of concentration that goes into it. Yeah. As, as in any sport, mm. you have to be able to concentrate. They say that the word golf um, could be the Dutch word golf, or, um, which is a kind of stick or club, or the Scottish uh. word golf which means to strike or I'll golf you, uh, cuff you, you know, over the ears, I'll, you know, 
anyway, so um, okay. that's what it's about. So, all right. With the stick. So then I was like, what are we going to play for golf music-wise? Well, oh. Hole in One, which there I didn't get go. on my golf lesson. And uh, this is where we get some funky goodness. It is Delovan Lamar Organ Trio. Cool. And they are some funky... It's a good, it's a way to ease into the Monday. Now start getting your groove on. Yeah. As you're working from home, because nobody wants to go to work. It's still Easter Not Monday. Anymore. Nobody wants to go. We don't want to go to work. No, no. We don't. And if you are, listen to the playlist so you can get your groove going. So you can make it work. Have no. some cinnamon in your coffee. I don't know. Take your golf club to work with a ball. And, and say and, to the boss, yeah. dude. All right. So science and inventions. Ooh, cool. On this day in history, April 10th, 1956, Leo Fender patented, he made the he patents, the successor to his popular Telecaster model of electric guitar, this time called the Stratocaster. Awesome. We have some Stratocaster stuff happening and the playlist coming up. How cool. Is yep, that? yep. Robert Byrne Woodward was born on this day. He's a Nobel Prize winning science professor. He was born in 1917, or April 10th, 1917. Passed away in 1979. He was an American organic chemist. Yes. Wow. All right, so let me try and read what this says from Wikipedia. Uh oh. He is considered by many to be the most preeminent synthetic organ chemist of the 20th century, having made many key contributions to the subject. Which I like help synthetic organ synthetic organ chemist. Okay, what is um, that? especially in the synthesis of complex natural products and the determination of their molecular structure. He's a molecular He's man. A molecular man. He also worked closely with Roald Hoffman on theoretical studies of chemical reactions. He was awarded the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1965. So, of course, we have to have some chemistry music. So, okay. the song Chemistry by Semisonic is in the cool. playlist. Check that out. And here comes a super, super duper inventor. So, today, they say, is International Safety Pin Day. Um, oh, ow. Um, in April, I know, ow, the ow. safety pin. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, in England, the punk era, I remember everybody have, wearing safety pins in their nose, well, their ears. I just remember, you know. Oh, I'm really going to date myself. When you had to use safety pins to pin the diaper. Yes, Not and that, like with, that is in my notes. Yeah. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. he, in April 1849, Walter Hunt, who was born in 1796, invented the safety pin to pay a debt of $15 to a friend. He was an American Hunt. mechanic. Yes, Hunt. Walter Hunt. He didn't get any real cash or fame from this invention, so he wow. sold the patent to W.R. Grace and Company for 400 So I wonder if that comes from the Grace Brothers. You know, in the TV show, Are You Being Served? Anyway. I no. have no idea. Anyway, so he sold it for $400. He paid his friend back with that money and pocketed the remaining $385. So he made the safety pin to improve the dress pin and prevent injuries to fingers and other parts right. of the body. Mm -hmm. So he's the, the initial thing, apparently, um, the initial pin was um, about eight inches in length and was made with a brass wire. Wow, that's yep. a big pin. So to this day, it's still being used. I mean, think about it. It's, that's it's, a big pin. They have those big pins on the kilts, too, you know. Um, they have hundreds. They said, yes, yeah, in place of rings for body piercings, 
diapers, you name it. Um, diapers were big. I mean, I've used them to close a bra shut and then listen if it opens. That's okay, not funny. That's enough personal information. Yeah, you want that to be in the back than <laughs> the front. I'm just saying things may pop. Um, any oopsie. Anyhow, um, he also came up with other inventions, and this is what's really interesting. He invented a repeating rifle. He invented the fountain pen, a knife sharper, sharpener, and he also invented the sewing machine. That is so weird because they're all totally different. He did. I know. He was just a mechanical man. We went from the molecular to the the molecular to the mechanical man, um, and he never really reaped any rewards, financial rewards. No way. Yep. So there it is. Wow. So... We have a song, go figure, it's called Safety Pin by Marta Palumbo. And she talks about, you left a safety pin in my car. You know how boyfriends and girlfriends do that? When they break up, they leave something so So that you have an excuse to to go go back. back. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have makeup, happiness, and then you 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 repeat it, and then you fight again and you repeat. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but people do leave mementos. They always like leave an album because they almost want you to remember them. Well, and then you have an because you play, you have also listen. If you get together, you got together for a reason. You liked each other, and it may not work at the end, but you know. Well, I think it's called emotions and hormones, and they don't go by the book. By three months, you're out. Oh, hello. I didn't never lasted up to no a month and a half. I'm already like. Meh. Dude. This isn't working. No. <laughs> and then if a holiday comes around, as you all know, oh. you're out. It's out. Lisa's breakup on holidays. I know. I don't think I had an Easter breakup. Have I had an Easter breakup? I probably have. Actually, I think I have. I guess you have. I've had an Easter breakup. Mm-hmm. All right. So, England history today. The statute... Statute... Of Anne, the first law regulating copyright entered into force in Great Britain on this day in 1710. Yeah? Yep, 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 yep. Well, no, because that's, you know, the first thing of copyrights, where you protect your your music and your writing. So that happened in England. Then, the original Big Ben that goes dong every hour. Dong? (laughs) (laughs) What? What do you say about a, the, the what, what? What do you say? Big Ben does chime. Okay, so chimes every hour. Well, I was because it's a big bell that goes dong. Anyway, um, the original Big Ben, fourteen point five ton bell for the Palace of West, Palace of Westminster is cast in the Stockton on Tees by Warners of Cripplegate. This, however, cracked, so Big Ben cracked during the testing and was recast into the 13.76 ton bell by the Whitechapel Bell Foundry and is still used in this, to this date. So, happy birthday to Big Ben, born in 1858. <laughs> Dong. Doesn't the Liberty Bell have a crack in it, too? Yeah, I think these things... There's a whole other story, and and I'm going to behave and not sell it. But anyhow, it has to do with the Plastercaster sisters. Everything broke out of the cast eventually. You can't keep going dong and eventually it not crack, right? So I think this had to do with the bell making of the time, 
How big? It's like you need to go back to the chemistry and the uh, Walter Hunt dude. Walter Hunt would figure out you can't have that big of a bell for the shell. I have no idea. Uh, obviously, I have no clue what the heck I'm talking about. But Big Ben is still there, and he does go dong every hour. This isn't the thing that rings the bell called a clapper. I don't know, but I will get to this. Um, now, this is sad. The Titanic left the port of Southampton, England, for her first and only voyage in 1912 mm. on this day, April that 10th. That was really sad. And so everybody's, you know, hopeful at that point. Well, on this day in 2012, Robin Gibb, we all know the Gibb brothers, you know, mm -hmm. his orchestral production, Titanic Requiem, premiered in London. This was released to mark the 100th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. So the album is out now with Robin Gibb and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Wow. So, I mean, so because it's the maiden voyage, that is the song on our playlist. I had no idea he got into orchestral I, music I like that. I had no idea either. That just seems totally opposite. But this is why it's Rabbit Hole Radio. That's what we should have called the show, Rabbit Hole Radio. That's right. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane when you start getting down all these little loopholes of music. And more music history today, this is what I'm excited about. Nancy's very excited about this. Talking about animals and stuff and global. Mm. Martin Denny, the musician, was born on this day, April 10th, 1911. He passed away March 2nd, 2005. And apparently he was performing right up three weeks before his death. Oh, I mean, you got to think, he was like in his 90s, early 90s, yeah. late 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, he was known, he's a pianist, a composer, and an arranger known as the father of Exotica. Ooh. He was a multi-instrumentalist and could play a number of percussion instruments like marimbas, you name it, everything. And uh, he, yeah, like I was saying, uh, three weeks prior to his death, he toured the world popularizing, popularizing his brand of lounge music with exotic percussion, rearrangements of popular songs and original songs that celebrated tiki culture. He did die in Honolulu, which makes... He was, yeah, he was 93. That makes sense, huh? Yeah, he died when he was in Honolulu, but he was born in New York City in, in 1911 again. So, um, because, you know, he's the father of Exotica, that's the song we're putting on the playlist today. Awesome. Exotica, uh, from his 1958 album called Forbidden Island. Ooh. Yeah, so he liked, you know, tropical drinks and mm -hmm. fire and beach and birds. Yep. And, and I love all the sounds because he took all the sounds of jungles and forests. And I think that's the <clears> coolest <throat> thing because that's really the first music is nature. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And uh, speaking of nature and being out in the wilderness, like I always think reggae does belong outside and cool, man. It's just like well, be one depends. with nature. It depends because when you watch animals and birds do their thing. They each have their own rhythm, mm -hmm. but they gel together, which is amazing. Well, um, reggae musician Bunny Livingston, who you know famously performed with Bob Marley and the Wailers, was born on this day. Mm. In Livingston, uh, he was born Neville O'Reilly Livingston in Kingston, Jamaica, uh, on this day in 1947. Mm. And so it is Marley Monday, man. We got Ziggy Marley. We, we got, got Marley. We got the Marley thing going on. We cool. love, we love Bob Marley. Yeah. I mean, the natural not? mystic. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Now I want to add that too. Mm. Oh, we we just want everything on a playlist. But these playlists are eclectic as heck. I start listening to them and going, this is just what happened in history. We're not like you know, 
curated. We kind of do. You know, you want things to kind of gel together, but it's just fascinating to me how it just does its own blend. Everything links to something else, right. no matter what. Now, we were talking about Stratocasters, and we were talking about musicians' birthdays, and we were talking about... what We were talking about Alexa. She just went on and off. Hello, Alexa. Um, and we were talking about Stratocasters and cats and dogs and farm animals and pets. So Brian Setzer, not Seltzer, like you like to say, Nancy. I like to call it Seltzer. Seltzer? Seltzer. He's got like, the Brian's got like the seltzer. seltzer water with a little splash. Well, you know he led the Stray Cats, right? Yes. And um, which is an American rockabilly band. He was born on this day in 1959. So of course we had to put the Stray Cats strut. Yeah, I love just that. for you, Nancy. I love that on there. Um, and this was released in April too. It was released on April 17th, 1981, through Arista Records in England, where it peaked at number 11 on the singles charts. Cool. It was taken from the band's 1981 debut album called, what? Stray Cats. Mm-hmm. See, and it's the ASPCA day, see? So this is yeah, perfect. Yeah, it goes together. I didn't make this stuff up. It all just happened. Cosmic, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same year, as an import, it peaked. Your Stray Cat peaked, Nancy. <clears throat> At number 78 on the U.S. Disco Top 80 chart. That's How did funny. the Stray Cat strut That's funny. end up on a disco chart? Isn't right? that weird? What the hell was that? And we've got Barry, uh, you know, the, what, which Gib did we have on the same day? I mean, we've got Robin Gibb, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, this is interesting. Um, in October 1998, the issue of Girl, uh, Guitar World magazine um, said that Brian Setzer's, I want to say Seltzer, now you got me, mm-hmm. solo from the Stray Cat strut ranked number 92 on the top 100 guitar solos of all time list yeah so hey and if you if you have a lot of cats around you and you play that song you watch them strut to it it it, it, it goes perfect i think we'll play it for koozie um oh. since she's rolling her ball of treats around and she just gave me but a look they do like all the cats outside they strut mm-hmm and they look in the window wanting to watch TV. And then they show you something and go, on to see they my go, butt. Yeah, they want to show the butt. That yeah. is the stray cat strut. Yeah. It's about the butt. It's about the butt. And then you scratch the butt, and they love it, and no, then, then you're in trouble. And if they show you your belly, good luck. Uh-huh. Um, now, I've got some really interesting... You, you cannot scratch the belly. They will claw you. Some cats, some cats love it, and it's rare, but it, it they yeah, do. But mostly they go. Yeah, you got one second. Head. I want that, and then whack. boom. All right. So you know we've had this before, where concerts have gone crazy. Yeah. And weird history of concerts. Well, it happened on this day, April 10, to three different concerts. Huh? So let's. We're going to work backwards. 1985. Madonna began her first world tour, or first tour, the Virgin tour, of course. Oh, of course. She kicked it off in Seattle. Guess who her opening act was? The Beastie Boys. That's now, nineteen eighty-five. Weird mix. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I was reading this on Song Facts, uh, a great website. If you're going to geek out and go down rabbit holes, and I love it because they wrote and they said her opening act is a petulant, little-known white rap trio called the Beastie Boys. Wow. They opened That's for her weird and got booed off the stage. Oh! Throughout the set, they they kept going. No, they got booed. The Beastie well, boo Boys got the, booed. No, boo on the people who booed them. 
Well, some people will say, well, boo-hoo-hoo, back to you. Well, boo-hoo, too. Yeah, a little sibling rivalry. <laughs> All right. So then we're going to go back. Fun. We're going to go back 15 years. And one of the last uh, concerts of the Doors, it was in Boston. Oh. All right. Jim Morrison asked the audiences if they'd like to see something <laughs> of his, quote, that rhymes with sock. No oh boy. And then more bluntly, apparently, screamed, would you like to see my genitals? And then at that point, the power <laughs> at the stadium, the lights were turned off. Raymond Zarek pulls him away because and grabs him and gets him off stage because... I think it's a little hot. Jim Morrison at that time was already in, you know, in trouble from the gig in Miami where he, you know... Yeah. We, so he took him off stage before he got arrested again for, you know, being a, Jim Morrison. What a weirdo. Hey, whatever floats your boat, man. I know. And then we're going to go back a little bit more in history. 1956. This is not cool. Um, Birmingham, Alabama, 1956. Nat King Cole went to a show. It was a segregated show where he performed to an all-white audience. Uh He was attacked by four members of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, shame on them. They rushed the stage and assaulted him, beat him up. No, he suffered a back injury, was treated at the hospital that night. He went in, got treated at the hospital, but returned that night to play his second show. Wow. Good for uh, this him. time to an all-black audience, because at that point, it could be all white and all black. Oh, so at night, so you've got times. the blacks, but the whites during the day, too. It's kind of interesting. Oh, we're going to go around, you know. Anyway. Well. The attackers received the maximum sentence of how long? Good. 180 days in jail. Is that all? Yeah. Well, they, you know, back in the day, this is 1956. Well, shame on them. So, yeah, it, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But talk about handling pain and getting up there. Well, that's Dusting yourself off. Yeah, dedication to his audience and um, wow. not letting, you know, it's like when we say about September 11th, we'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah, that that is, that and, and really also that we will keep going. Shame. You know, you don't. That's just just shameful. Just yeah, shameful. I had no idea that happened to him. No, I didn't know that either. So, um, that's, I'm upset now. Well, don't be. Um, you know, don't be because we're getting better. Kinda, nah. But um, it is Monday, and I just want to tell the truth of what I don't think yeah. we should. You know, hide those things under the rug, and I think. No, you know, we don't true. want more of it. I mean, we've had this, obviously, look at Charlottesville, what, what happened, yeah. you know. So we, we don't want these things to continue happening. And that's why we do need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just want to, I want, my heart goes to him, Nat King Cole. Absolutely. Because even listening to his singing and how, what a gentleman. He's like the yeah. Sidney Poitier of, of music. Like Nat King Cole, you know, he's he, he, just an amazing voice. Anyway, but a good um, example of standing back up and um, true dedication to his art and and, his audience. And what a brave person. Well, it's like I told you, like Tina Turner once had the fever, Mm -hmm. like a raging fever with the flu, and she still went and played out, Mm -hmm. sold out show, stadium, Mm -hmm. even though she was dying. She's amazing, too. And they rushed her to the hospital afterwards, but she's like, I'm finishing my set. She's amazing. So there's something to be taught about getting through things. And that leads me to our podcast of the day. We have our Big Blend radio shows every day at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time with a dedicated interview with an expert, author, musician, 
destination. Sometimes it's panel discussion. Sometimes we just like to have a party. Anyway, today uh, was, uh, our interview is with Francesca Grossman. Uh, she is the she's a writing instructor. Talk about writing. She uh, an excellent author. Her book is um, not weakness. Navigating the culture of chronic pain, and it tells stories of twenty women going through extreme chronic pain mm. and dealing with it, going to work and people not getting it, but really finding out that there are millions of people across this country dealing with mm -hmm. chronic pain and living life. How do they get through it every single day? And you can't be on twenty thousand pills, but you do what you can. You take this, take that, try this med, med you know. <clears throat> take this do that yeah <clears throat> very interesting conversation fantastic book that really is eye-opening and it comes out uh, later this month in about a week so uh anyway the podcast airs today so keep up with it at bigblendradio.com airs live at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern time not live but it airs at that time mm -hmm. and so you can listen to it anytime and so we're going to also add as our final song of the show swallow the pain oh well, it makes sense, right? Because that's what a lot of people do. Swallow mm -hmm. the pain. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about Nat King Cole, too, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's by Pina Palau. And uh, take a listen to that. Again, our uh, playlist and links to everything, even you know the show for today. Everything is in the show, show notes, no matter where you are listening. And pretty much you can find everything on blendradioandtv.com. Please keep following us wherever you are. Uh, also, just go to bigblendradio.com. We have Big Daily Blend every morning. And then every afternoon, evening, depending on where you live, is our Big Blend interview of the day. Thank you all for joining us. Happy Music Monday. That's it. Go play a song. And, and get to work at home. This, is, this should just be called National Wear Your, yeah. your Pajama Day. It's just go, if you're going to work at home, put the music on. That's right. Thank you.